The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Another episode of Vinyl Divers. I'm your host, Anthony Mullen. Welcome back. What is up? What is up? Uh, I hope that you guys are all uh, keeping keeping safe, keeping staying in, staying bundled up, and staying sane. I know I was saying last week, uh, you know, a great way that I like to try and uh, I was trying to keep myself somewhat okay and mentally okay uh, the other day was listening to some records. Played some Led Zeppelin on. I was listening to, uh, who was I throwing on? Through some Tropodelic. Listened to a little Keep Flying. You know, me and Chris got to see them a couple weeks back. And I was still feeling the mood. And, you know, I put them on the record player as I was working from home. Had the laptop on my desk. And it was awesome. It was really productive. And for the people that can, for those of you that can work from home, you know, maybe toss a podcast on in the background. You know, check us out on the network. And, you know, check out some other shows. Maybe not even just Vinyl Divers. But today... I figured a nice way to kind of brighten everyone's mood is to get an interview in, and I am lucky today that I have, I was graced with the guest, the presence of a singer from a band that, I get, you guess it, guys, I found them on accident. It was at work, <laughs> and I am so glad that I did. Uh, I am graced with the presence of Tara Han from Half Past Two. Hi. Hi. I kind of want to know, like, what were you listening to at work? Was it just like a Spotify playlist or? I, so I actually, uh, I, I actually have my record player, like actually in person. I have a, one of the portable ones. Yeah. And I cracked it open and I had some Led Zeppelin too. Uh, Tropodelic. They're like a reggae funk, kind of like sublime-ish yeah. band. Uh, yeah. Keep flying, post-punk hardcore thrash. They're cool guys. Yeah. Uh and then also I had their survey says, yeah. Yes, I got one of the survey yeah. says shirts from back in the day. Um yeah. and Thirsty Guys. I actually was listening to there and then Donaher. I got okay. a little mix of a couple local little bit of uh some friends and some uh indier bands. I like to try and keep the vinyl from them if I can. You know? Right. But and I then how did yeah. We were in the mix there. We were half past two is in the mix. That's oh of so course. Crazy. Of course. Well, it's so it was fun is that the way I actually found you guys was uh, it wasn't even more recently. It was a couple months ago is a friend at work was talking about covers of somebody that I used to know. And they were trying to find like really out there covers. And it wasn't even <laughs> your cover at first. And it popped and yours came up on like on a playlist. And they're like, oh, this looks like a ska song. Anthony, you'll probably like this. And they play it on. And I was like, wait, hold on. I do. Like, who, what, what band is this? Let me look this up. So I got you guys on iTunes. I'm like. Oh sweet, these guys are cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay, I, the, I can get behind this. All right. Yeah. It is the well, best. It's the best way to discover. I my I think my favorite ska bands have all been ones I found on accident. I found Beebs on accident. Uh, I was at Warp Tour looking at one stage and I heard her coming from the other stage. I was like, "What? Oh, that's a ska band. Okay, I'll go check them out." Yeah, but, I think that um, if you are a type of person who likes to be you know one of the people that knows the bands that people don't know or whatever ska music that's that's your jam nobody's gonna know your band so like mm -hmm. when you when you hear it you know you're like okay like this is good or this is 
this is something that I like. So well, that's so funny. I like that story, and I'm glad that um, I'm glad you found us through our the, that cover because I didn't know that there were so many other somebody that I used to know covers. I guess. I don't even know where they There's found like, it. They found it through I. They were going through YouTube, and it was on a playlist. But so that's what I want to ask. Actually, is so how did you guys end up coming coming up to cover that song and letting it go on as a single? It was it just an idea. Well, you know, we we are a band that likes to maximize the fun, and by maximizing the fun, we mean like we just kind of go with the flow. We do what we want to do, and a lot of us are just like we're. We just want to be silly and, like, have fun. I don't know. We've yeah. always just been that way. Anyway, um, one of the things that we like to do to each other and to other people is just kind of be trolly and funny. And um, we were doing covers for a while, like, on our own or stuff at band practice that people would consider, like, an earworm or stuff that people might consider, you know, just like, oh, I don't want to hear this again, you know? You, like, you hear it and the elevator like in the grocery store you're like oh this okay. song so anyway that song came up somebody that i used to know was like one of those songs where people are like okay i liked it like the first you know 20 times i heard it now like 300 400 times later i'm just i'm over it so we were like hmm can we make this into a ska song because it is kind of it sounds gross sounding you know like, we we're like can we do this can we and so i don't know um my bandmate max he like sat with it for a while. He just listened to it over and over again. He said, and he's like, I don't know. I heard this horn part. And um, yeah, so we just kind of went for it and it turned out really good. And it was fun. And it's just funny because it, it does, but it doesn't sound like the original. Like, so mm-hmm. I like it. Well, you're, the singing, you definitely, it, at first you're like, wait, is this a cover? And then you start hearing the horns and you're like, all right, obviously it is. But you like, yeah. it really does match the original. But I think you guys picked a great song, as ska bands are known for, is their covers. Yeah. You know, yeah. one, of the fir- one of the first reasons I got into ska was with uh, Real Big Fish's Take On Me. You know, so I think that's one uh. of the biggest things I like with the ska bands are covers. So the fact that I found you guys through that was kind of like, all right, neat. And so I guess that kind of brings me to ask you is that how did you come to the ska? Um actually wrote a song about it so if anybody's really interested it's nice and short it's called heather okay and um it's yeah yeah heather and it's because when i was middle school i when i was about 12 or 13 my aunt heather was in high school and i just thought she was like the coolest person in the entire world and i think a lot of people can say that yeah my aunt heather she used to take me to ska shows and um she gave me all my first ska CDs, and uh, th- I think at that time it was like my it was just like an impressionable time. So yeah. that's kind of how I got into ska music. Uh, Real Big Fish, Save Ferris was like a big band for her, and it was huge. Save Ferris was huge for me, and no doubt, of course, um, she looked like Gwen Stefani, like. We would go places and people would be like, "Oh my gosh, that girl looks just like Gwen." I was, I thought she was the coolest person ever. So, anyway, so what that's was how the, I got into music? So like, <laughs> I, I I kind of had the little bit of a, a small indie punk, like hole in the wall scene over in Buffalo. What is it like growing up in California during the ska blow up? How was that? I was kind of like, I was just thinking about this today. I was really young when like it was big. 
-hmm. Like, that's why um, I think when I was thinking about it, thinking back to it today, I was just like this little squirt. And everybody that was having a lot of fun was like in high school or like, you know, in college or whatever. So um, I don't think I got to see like the breadth of it, but I did see a lot. It was, you know, especially where um, I went to high school that a lot of the like ska bands actually went to my high school or like started together in high school at my high school. So even when I got there, people were still talking about ska music and it was like a big deal, a big thing. Um, so I don't know. It was fun. It was just like a, it was always there and nobody really bashed it because people were still listening to it. So I think that's why I have like a distorted like view when people, you know, when we formed a ska band and we started playing ska music, we're like, wait, people don't listen to music anymore. It was like 2007, you know, 2006, 2007 when we started the band. We're like, wait, people don't listen to ska? Like, what happened? We just, we grew up just, like, entrenched in ska. And it's, you you definitely you know, got a very... Orange uh, County, so... Well, I mean, I mean, it's such a jealous of a of a ska upbring, upbringing because, I mean, now it's just you wait and you fiend over those few ska shows that come through. Like, Key Flying comes over really? here, comes through here. Oh, oh yeah, God. in this area? Like, we have a couple local ska bands and then there's a couple that hit regularly and you're just like sweet that's it now this now it's starting to pick up a little bit more but when i was in high school it was like one or two and then you had a couple local ska bands that always played so i think it's awesome that you know if i could have grew up in cali during that that would have been awesome that would have been completely different and if, i hope people like, say that about now i mean we, like there's a lot of shows that still go mm -hmm. on around here a lot of ska shows that still go on around orange county i mean obviously not right now <laughs> yeah but um yeah uh the scene here is it's a good one like you know when i talk to other people uh, when i'm feeling like our scene maybe isn't doing as much i'm i hear from other people that you know way less is happening so i'm like oh wow i guess we're good because something's happening you know at least twice a mm -hmm. month three four times there's, there's a ska show somewhere so in that's... orange county or la so. see that's you know, maybe there's a re maybe I should head out to Cali, check out the ska scene out here. <laughs> Let's see if it's vinyl divers approved. You know, when all this is when all of this COVID nineteen finally we all come back to normality, normality after yeah. all of this, maybe maybe yeah. we'll finally make the trip out there. So have a ska vacation. Skacation. <laughs> yeah. Plant plan a whole f line up all the shows and see what bands I'm going to hit along the whole tour down to get to Cali. I I need you to document it all though, because I'm gonna need to see like. Oh, it's gonna. Oh, that's it. That's the only way it's gonna happen. It's gonna be a doc. It's gonna be a entire documentary presentation. Anthony Mullen, Vinyl Divers on the road, the Scotcation. Yes. Or it turns into I a podcast audio play, with credits to Tara Han. <laughs> that's that's where it goes to. <laughs> you guys heard it here. So, back to the band. So half past two. It's nine members that I see. You guys are nine. You guys are creeping Currently up on there a streetlight. You guys are getting yeah, close. Yeah, you know, we we we're a family. More than merrier. You know, we we adopt for life. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, we we always have had like a number. It's it's not really about the number. It's mm -hmm. about the sound. You know, all yes. of a sudden we're like, we need a you know, we need some brass. Because for a long time, we only had, like, saxophones. So we're like, well, we need some brass. We got, right. we got some space in the band. 
it. Yeah. So we we have a trombone player, um, Jack Schneiden, and we we were lucky enough to get um, our trumpet player, Jordy Kooten, and yeah, and our saxophone player, um, Din, is actually the one that brought like a lot of people. So so yeah, bring being brought together. Uh, how did you guys end up forming? Did were were you guys just uh, were you guys all fr- or were the main were the main core of you all friends from high school? Okay, so we've been a band for a long time. Not mm-hmm. ashamed to say it. We've been a band for about thirteen years now. That's and, awesome. Um, There's no, no shame in that. For long... real, no, no shame. That's awesome. Yeah, um, it's just one of those things where, like, you know, you think you're gonna stop, and then like maybe you slow down, but you never do. Anyway, maybe hey. like late lately we've been ramping it up, but in the beginning we were like super into it too. But uh, it sort of formed in high school with um, I wasn't a part of it yet but i knew all the people that were in it they formed this band for a talent show in high school it was not called half past two at the time um but like i said i was friends with everybody um i liked the music they played it was ska music they played a lot of covers and it was just there was a lot of horns in it it was just trying to kind of like flex on like how if many I, horns if i can ask it, basically just, if i can it just quickly interrupt just because you said it yeah uh, what was the cover? What were what were some of the covers? What were the cover that you really liked that they did? Do you remember? I mean, they used to do a lot of Real Big Fish because okay, Aaron so like covers of gra- so covers of other ska bands. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. So anyway, yeah, there was a lot of um, Real Big Fish. There was, you know, a lot of I don't even know if there's like video somewhere. You're gonna making me like want to go look it up, but um, like I said, they did some originals. It was like mostly Real Big Fish and Save Ferris, and just I they might have done yeah I think they did some five iron frenzy because I remember my senior year that was like a big deal anyway so anyway that's love, what they were doing in high school they, were, five iron frenzy. Uh, they, they had that band and yeah a bunch of five iron frenzy stuff and um yeah after high school I was in choir actually and all these people were in marching band so that's kind of why we weren't like necessarily hanging out together um but we knew each other so um after high school I wasn't singing or performing anymore and it, and it was a bummer. It was such a bummer because I, I just loved doing it and um, my sister was still kind of hanging out with all these people and she said, you know, they're still doing that ska band but they're trying to do something a little different so um, why don't you hit them up? So I did but they were like wanted me to try out and I was like what? You don't trust me? So, but you know they were sacred with with the baby, the baby band. So I tried out in the living room, um, and I sang "No Doubt." I sang "Open the Gate Up" uh, from Beacon Street, and yeah, I didn't have a track or anything. I just stood there and I sang. It was so weird. That's all. Awesome. In front of my friends, in front of my friends who are sitting on a couch, I'm like, okay, this is so weird. <laughs> That's so cool though that they took it. They still took it so like somewhat professional. Like, all right, we're still gonna have you try out and just. But still, yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they, you know, and we've always been, everything has always been that way. I mean, with exceptions here and there, obviously for age and immaturity, but everything's always been sort of like a business. But anyway, so that we that's when we started the band and we changed the name to Half Past Two because we um that's when we got out of high school together and that's when we would all like meet up and stuff. So you'd, after school listen to each other play music like practice music 
Um, so that's what I'm saying. When people ask me that question, like, oh, why half past two or something? I'm like, ugh, it's so wholesome. It, like, makes me ill. I'm just like, do I have to tell you? It's when we got out of high school. Like, ugh. It's so cool. You it- don't, like, think about that. You don't think about that. Like, 13, like, flash forward 13 years. Now I got to talk about what time we got out of high school at 2.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> you know what, though? I think, uh... It kind of had this feeling, I feel, whenever you go back to a ska show, because it is ska, it brings you back to a very important time or very influential time in, in your life. So it's kind of, it's it's appropriate because it's right back to high school. You get out of school, you go and hang out. Everyone can relate to that. Half past two. Mm-hmm. What do you got to do for the rest of the day, right? <laughs> I that guess would- so, yeah. I mean, homework. I hope it was homework, everybody. But yeah, I... um. <laughs> That that's kind of how we started, and everybody in the band now, I, I, truthfully, is mm-hmm. obviously not who started in the band because things have changed, and we've been a, a band for a long time. But there are three of us right now in the band that were are considered like original members. Um, I've known David since I was in the sixth grade, and I've known Max same time since I was in sixth grade. So weird so long very you know it's a it's something unique because i don't you don't hear a lot of friends that are that still are in a band from you know middle school friends usually get one maybe or two but i mean that's still that's neat that's different uh what's it like as a singer we haven't always been friends that's for sure yes (laughs) but i I always said uh band band kids always especially if you had a ska band as a band kid back in high school you needed to find a new instrument or needed to find a new player. Be like, hey, you play an instrument? You want to play ska? Come on in. Come on in. The band. Come on in. Join. <laughs> All right. We're here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We no, got a place for you. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Nine people. Like, okay. I'll, I would add 10. Like, I'm. Why not? The more I'm the merrier. One, one of the, more, Anthony, one of the most. Do you, do you play anything, Anthony? Come join our band. <laughs> Listen, I'll play tell. I, I mean, I, I used to play trombone back in the day. I probably couldn't played as good now i sing i play guitar i'll skype in for calls guys yeah 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 you should just our our hype our hype man will put like a big screen behind us and you can like hype up everybody don't even tempt me (laughs) (laughs) don't even just i need put me on a phone put me on facetime hook me up to a tv front row that's it that's it a running man all day long (laughs) um (laughs) So with with that big of a band, I know me personally trying to write songs myself, I have a method where I try to write lyrics and try and just kind of keep to myself where I just kind of go through chords. As a singer, do you do a lot of the songwriting or is it one of the other band members or how does that process uh, work? It's for changed you, for you. so many times. For me, it's changed so many times, but I'll speak of, of most recent times. Okay. Um it's been cool lately. Uh, the over the years, the guys have just pushed me to make me do more because I'm just really insecure about everything in life. Like oh, yeah. an anxious person, and um, yeah. So I have been writing a lot more lyrics, and I don't write the music, but I write melodies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't actually play anything. Like to my detriment, you know, I w- I have told myself so many times that I am going to learn an instrument, but I have not done that. Um, 
anyway, since I don't play anything myself, it's kind of hard for me, I feel like, to flush out ideas. But when I do hear something now, I do have the confidence to, like, record it and, like, send it to the guys. And they're like, okay, I hear something in there. Or, like, you know, a a lot of times now we write together more um, just because everybody's so interested in being a part. It hasn't always been that way, but the current group, um, everybody wants to have like a hand because they want to influence the sound, which is like so cool. The horn players in our group are, I will, are significantly younger than like the rest of us. Mm -hmm. So they have like this, they have like all these ideas, right? Like all these new things are like fourth wave. And we're like, what like what? we're like holding on to the wall we're like stop with the fourth wave like uh, <laughs> you know um so I think now it's interesting because it's fun like to get together we can't it, that's what's so hard about this quarantine is like we were having we were doing so good we had such a momentum we were getting together on Sundays anybody that could and we were just it's like making up songs like good songs and I I hadn't been a part of that ever because I, like I said, I just wasn't confident enough to be there and be like, I have an idea. So, um, yeah, I think in the last, since 2014, mm-hmm. with all the music that's come out, for me personally, it's evolved a lot because I've, like, had more of a say. And, um, yeah, I think it reflects that a lot, too, because in the beginning the guys would write songs for me and then I would sing it and people would be like what what does that mean like why are you what are you singing about and I'm like that's because I didn't write it you know right. but so it's kind of, it's kind of fun well yeah. that's that's pretty cool it's it's interesting to see uh to hear how you get in get in your own voice especially if you didn't I that was actually one of the questions I was going to ask is did you play an instrument as well because you know, if you're just singing in the music videos, maybe you're writing with, you know, by playing guitar in the background. But to at least, co- but to see that you're coming through and writing songs and you don't play an instrument, but yet if you have an idea or a melody or something, you're trying to record and figure it out on your own. That's really cool. And it's definitely shows through. I, I will say one thing that's really neat is uh, when you get a female front singer for a ska band, just really just to me, it just stands out. And there's a sound and there's an opportunity to make a difference in a genre of music that is already small enough. And I I love your guys' music. I love the sounds. And I like your I like the songs that are coming out of it. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, when it comes to uh, songwriting, I was going to ask, is there any specific song that you've written uh, apart from, I don't know if maybe it was the most recent one, but is there anything that you've written that you just really is your favorite to play, whether it's a a personal favorite to play live or if it's just a rehearsal. Like, you know, every band has their, they're going to play these songs live, but there's that one that when the singer's like, I'm going to pull this out because I want to do it. Is there a song that you personally love? Um, I know you said beside the new one. I know that's okay. weird to say like the new one, but like, um, I mean, if it is that, it can, it can be, but I didn't know if there's... I have I have other favorites, but, like, to tell you, like, how much it, fun it is, like I said, like, with the mm-hmm. group that we have right now to play is, like, completely different in my mind from, like, lots of other times in the end, because it is so much fun. Everyone's so good, and, like, 
just so good. I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, that is my favorite song to play live right now that we've ever done. But if that song didn't count, because like you said, it is mm-hmm. brand new. So maybe that's why it's so fun, because it's like a new thing. Um, I really like playing SoCal Summer because it's just like, I don't know. I always tell people right before we play it, like, because we usually end with it. I say, this is your last chance to get like dumb with us. Like, just let be silly or like, let go. Don't think about anything. It's like, it's summer right now. And Mm -hmm. people do. They're just like, they're having the time of their lives. I love doing it. And it's about summer. Like, I don't know. What's well, not to love? I just love that. <laughs> well, I was watching the music video for it. I'm pretty sure pretty sure that's the water gun fight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was I uh watching the the CU again, I really like there was a really fun music video and yes, you got to see the band, but do you know like watching those old nineties I don't want to try to keep comparing you to Real Big Fish, but before finding out about your guys' influences, it really is that 90s third wave ska. That's the sound you guys really do have and you really push, and I love that. So to see the music video the music video for SoCal Summer, it feels like a real big fish music video, kind of like Sellout, where everyone's just kind of at the party in the background, court of, or like uh, she has a girlfriend now, where they're just, we they're at a party. Aaron, it's... Yeah, Aaron's, Aaron's our man, you know. I don't know. I know you said that you looked a little bit into it, but he um, he produced our full-length album it's about time and like i said he went he was he graduated from our high school but he was older than us Mm -hmm. it's like we just i don't know we just always look up to him and he's from where we are so sometimes we get to see him so it's like even more exciting you know and he's a friend like he's a friend like that's it's weird to say that but it's like it's hard to to say that like your idols become your friends like Brian Mashburn from Safe Ferris, I would mm-hmm. consider a good friend of mine. But, like, if you told me when I was, like, 17 or, like, 16, 15, that I would be friends with him, I, I would not believe you. I'd be like, please, don't. Like, that is my favorite band in the entire world. Like, don't. That is so cool. See, I'm so glad that, you like, you're able to – I'm so glad that, for one, that – you're able to be in the area and be at that right, the right moment, the right time in the ska scene. And then on top of it, to have a band that has really putting out quality music that it's, it's showing for itself that you guys are growing and then you're making a name for yourself among the community. You, you're, you're putting the stamp, you're putting the stamp there and you're setting a tone saying, Hey, we're here. And and then let's go into it. Is that, I really saw you kind of pop up on, I think it was the, uh, was it the, the, uh, the Facebook page. I don't know which one it was on that you posted about asking for advice for your music, the music video for See You Again. And that's where I was like, wait, oh, yeah, hold yeah, on. Yeah. That's where I first kind of noticed you on Facebook. I'm like, all right, cool. So they're not just, they're not just some uh, band because I, I never saw, I didn't see you guys on Facebook until then. Yeah, I thought it was just like a yeah. band that I had on my on my phone, and I'm like, all right, cool. Let me reach out and let me see what else content they're putting out as far as new stuff. And that's where you start showing that material, and I think it's awesome. So let's jump into this. So see you again. What's the story behind this one? Because you said that you're doing a new style of writing, and you're all incorporating it on it. So what parts did you kind of bring forth, and how does it connect to D and D? I um. 
Well, the the funny thing about See You Again to me is that that See You Again to me was the beginning of what we're what the writing process we're going through now because okay. um Aaron or not Aaron, sorry, why I'm still talking about Aaron, Cameron, um, my guitar player, he um our guitar player, my guitar player, the <laughs> guitar player, he um he brought the song to the band and said, I have this song, um and Cameron does not do this. He's not that that's person. And he was like, I have this song and I want to work on it as a band. And all of us were just sort of like, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Cameron's the sweetest person on the planet. We we're like, uh, yeah, of course. We'll, we'll listen to it. So listen to it. A, th- a couple things, like lyrically, I was like, I knew I wouldn't sing about it or like it wouldn't make sense for me to sing about it. So we, you know, it just like gender wise or whatever. Yeah. So we switched a few things and, um, and then, uh, but it, the title was actually I will like I will see you again not I won't see you again mm-hmm. um and then one of our our other band members David who plays keys was he's the one that changed it and he's like the grumpy one notoriously in our band like it's so funny anyway so he changed it to I I won't see you again and everyone else just started like the, everyone loved it so much they just started like peppering their little ska love and their little instrument love like all over it and and we all got really excited about um, the music we were putting out. So we were like, dude, let's start getting together and writing together. And so that was what was so special about it. But I didn't, um, I actually didn't write like the lyrics to the song. Like I said, I, I might have morphed some things. But okay. I, I, we give Cameron like total credit for this. I mean, I, we love this song. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know why it became just something we all love so much. But I can tell you right now, a lot of us like would say it's our favorite song to play probably well, because def- it's just so much fun <laughs> well well the sound it comes from it from it it really has that poppy horn section you have the you really have that pop but then you also have this alternative guitar pop punk like rock sound which is all nice and cheerful and it's an upbeating like it's just a good, <laughs> it's a good song like you definitely have a good one and uh so how did it go from a song into a music video and are we working on an ep or is it an uh, an LP, or where where are we going with more music now? Well, for the song to the video, um, I I thank you by the way for oh. watching our other music videos. Um, because I, I know you said you watched SoCal. Uh, we like to make music videos. Mm-hmm. We like it's fun. Like I said, we like to have fun, and making music videos is fun. And if you have the means to do it, like now that we're older, a little bit older, we're like. We have the means and we um like let's do it. Let's make some music videos. And we've been doing them by ourselves too. Like my husband made um somebody that I used to know in, in our backyard. And like, you know, um Chris Growl makes a lot of our music videos and a lot of music videos for um the ska community and the punk community. Um I you've probably seen one of his videos and not even known it. But anyway, huh. um he he did he did SoCal, he did Smile, and he did this video for us, and he, he was the one that came up with the D&D concept. I think it was because when we went on tour, the, our last tour um, at the end of January with the Toasters and Mustard Plug, awesome. he, came, he came along with us for two nights um, to record things and, like, just get some, like, content, and he's our friend, and... Mm-hmm. Um, 
But when we were going around, he we had this big conversation about Dungeons and Dragons and like, um, you know, just playing Dungeons and Dragons. And like half of the band was like, you're a dork. And the other half of the band was like, no, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. And, you know, so it, it kind of, I think, evolved from that. And he, after the tour, we were like, we didn't have a music video for See You Again. And we had a date that we were going to release it. And I showed it actually to um, Phil at Scott Punk Daily. And he said, this song's really good. I hope you have a video for it. And I was like, wow, for the first time ever, we don't. Like, we were just like kind of being lazy. I feel like we're just mm-hmm. like. And so he, we called up Chris and we were like, dude, we, we want to make a music video, but we're releasing this song in like three weeks. So like, we got to make this video like now. And he was like, okay, well, I can't do it next weekend, but I can do it the weekend after. So we were going to, we were cutting it close. Yeah. And yeah. And so that's what we did. We were like, we picked the day. We accidentally picked it on daylight savings and we told people to get there at like seven o'clock in the morning. So that was really six o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I felt so bad, but (laughs) so many people, so many wonderful people showed up in costume. It was amazing. The the music video. The 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 crowd and the extras that you have in it, that was commitment to come up in costume because they came in costume. They came in costume at like six o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock, but six o'clock in Felt the like morning, six. and oh I was like, God. "Wow!" Like you know, they're my heroes. That's a, the ska community is like no other. Like people are so, it's it's a community. Mm-hmm. Everyone's behind everybody else. So like. I could not believe everyone rallied and came. Like, oh, those people, that mm-hmm. room full of people, I know them all. Like, I know them. It's amazing. It's crazy. I think it's awesome. The music video, fun, quirky. It uh, it definitely was well played. I felt, I would like to say that it didn't make nerds feel, it wasn't like a bad thing. It's kind of like, no, okay. The certain setting for the right for the right crowd, I kind of got that vibe. But then also you still got the nerd at the end still playing D&D. It was kind of like, all right. Yeah, There's no one who's excluded, but yeah, you know, the, you also got to be kind of popular because, you know, it's not fun to be all in the D&D. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was, it was supposed to be one of those things where it's like, it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. your friends aren't always going to understand you, but you are going to make other friends along the way and that have this, like, you know, mm-hmm. that will play D&D with you. Like, forget those other people that you... You can put a lot of effort into, you know, your high school relationships or something because or college relationships or any relationships. And it's fine. It's OK to let things go and like what you like, because that's what it's about. And so we think that about ska music all the time. We mm-hmm. tell people that all the time. People are like, ska sucks, ska's dead. Why do you play ska music? We're like, it's OK. Let's... It's OK to like ska music. OK, like you go like what you like and I like what I like. It's OK. Like, it's all good. So I, I like that's to kind feel... of what we were going for with the video. It's just like it's fine. Like it, it can be sad. It is sad. It's, but... it's, well, here's the thing: is this is what I feel about ska? Is that it's one of those few. It's one of those genres of music that whenever it goes on, no matter what song it is, really, it, it, every ska makes everyone feel a little bit better. I feel like how do you <laughs> feel sad when listening to listening to ska? It just it that's just. Why... 
yeah that's why you see so many like commercials and like tv shows like you have no idea Scott's just like it's in your brain you, you had no idea i never noticed it's- how much it was in cartoons a lot more it's true As- it is in a lot of cartoons i saw especially it- from when i was younger a lot of cartoons so yeah we were just me and um me and my girlfriend we were just watching some disney movie from the 90s and some music comes on and go watch bet it's some ska 90s Disney. Love Scott. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's gotta mm-hmm. be. So some, and was it? Um, I think it was, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, listen for the upstrokes. Listen like, for the upstrokes. I got it. Um, <laughs> There's gonna be a trumpet in there somewhere. Like, <laughs> so funny. So, uh, I see. Before, before we wrap the show up, I have to ask, because this is a vinyl show, uh, did you own vinyl growing up? I do feel it obligatory to ask this before I end shows when I got cast because <laughs> it's vinyl divers. So let's talk a little yeah. bit of vinyl. Um, I when I was a really a small kid, I did have a I've always had a record player. Let me okay. tell you. I've always had a record player. And it started when I was really little and it but it wasn't for like cool music. Okay. When okay. I was really little, I played like you know, my grandma gave me like Robin Hood, like the Disney movie on vinyl uh, I, you know what okay. never mind i stand corrected i did listen to the muppet show on vinyl many times respect i had lots of muppet records okay there you if go. that makes me uncool i don't care okay so anyway when i was a kid i had a lot of Muppet records um and stuff like that but then when i was in like middle school and high school no i bought a lot of cds cds a lot of CDs in like middle school and high school. But then after um, high school, I, when it started becoming more popular again, I know I'm so trendy. Don't stop. It's okay. Um, yeah. When it started becoming more popular again, you can find it more. Um, yeah. I would buy vinyl all the time. And then my friends bands started, you know, putting their music on vinyl because it was not fashionable. It was just like more people had records mm-hmm. and it wasn't so, um, like it didn't seem you like you can actually make some money off of yeah. it yeah or not just make money off it but, I mean, just, but like it's people could, people will actually buy them because they want to listen to them on vinyl yes. so um yeah i think i i at, in my early 20s is when i kind of started like buying it more or like going to record stores for vinyl instead of going for cd's because cd's were becoming like a dead format or whatever mm-hmm. you want to say um, but yeah, when I was like younger, if I had, if it was like an uncle or an aunt would like give me, I had a lot of old stuff, but I wasn't really buying vinyl. I Understandable. Guess. Uh, that's how a lot of, that's how a yeah. lot of people actually come into vinyl. Usually it's from an aunt or an uncle just kind of like, oh, Hey, you like music? Here you go. And you're like, thank you. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, sometimes nah, you get like, like oh, wait, I Beatles. I know that. There? Usually yeah. there's an Elvis, uh, was it Elvis Greatest Hits? It's a picture of him. It's like a red record, red, red background. It's his face from the side. You'll see that one at a lot of uh, stores. Abbey Road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of all the records that were given to me when I was younger. Oh, my favorite was um, uh, Life on Mars. No, not Life on Mars. Sorry. Um, just that David Bowie record. Why can't I remember right now? It's like hanging behind me on the wall. I don't even want to look. But anyway, um, I it was like I said, it was just stuff that like Mm -hmm. my aunts and uncles like gave to me. I was like, okay, cool. Like this is awesome. But like my record player from like a young age was like one of those ones that came like a little suitcase. 
suitcase. Hey, there's nothing wrong. That's that's what they're selling now. And as much as it hates me about how it's just the trendy thing, if that's what all the kids are buying now and uh, using to listen to that's music. That's when I was a kid, though. So I didn't even know people were buying those oh, again. Yeah, they're com- they're coming back around. Okay. Vinyls are selling okay. big. But, like know. the little suitcase one? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Tara, thank you so much. Thank you. This on. is fun. Uh, really enjoyed it. Love to have you back on again. Talk some more music, hopefully. Yeah, of course. Of course. Have me back. Uh, you want to tell people what's coming up for Half Past Two, what to look forward to? I know in this quarantine time right now, a lot of bands are looking to do like live streams. Is that something that's in the works or being um, talked about? Um, I know it's it can like, be difficult. It's really, really difficult. Believe me, we've been trying because they're like there are nine of us, and a lot of us are like ADHD. I'm like we're like hyper, you know, like so. Anyway, yeah, we have some ideas on how to make it work, but we've been trying. Like, there's too much of a lag, like on anything for nine people to sync up. Like, no. So we have some ideas on what we can do. Uh, some of them are sillier, uh, like silly. Some of them are serious. We're we came up with them a lot this morning today. Uh, before I I got Any, on with you, so um, I think we're gonna try and do you know like some like Tylee type videos or oh that cool. you know just something. It's it's gonna be hard, and no matter what we do, it's hard because none of us can be together. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's like we can't even get together to write music. Because writing music is impossible, like with a lag like that too. <laughs> well, have you guys tried uh, Zoom altogether? Uh, we have, we have, and um, there's still just still some a mis- bit of a lag. Like, there's some sort of yeah, like miscommunication. Like I said, there's too many of us. Like maybe some people are like hearing it and they're like doing the right thing, but for nine people to do the right thing is just like not. It's not happening. So um, we're going to figure it out, like I said, and we have, we must create, like we are trapped in a I think with, with a band of nine members and where you guys can't record all together and you're already looking at the tile option, I think this is the perfect time for you guys to do the Brady Bunch homage. <laughs> we should, the, there's nine of us, you're there right. There you go, this is, the, this is the time to do the cover for the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Oh my but, gosh! Has has Suburban Legends done it? That sounds totally like something that they would have already done. I don't know. If so. But I, you know what? I'm if we do it because that was a really good idea. I'm gonna credit you, my friend Anthony. I would. That would be <laughs> awesome. And that's all I. That'd be you sweet. Should, yeah, you have to have like a cameo. If we do it, you have to have like a cameo where just like your face just like comes up in Pops the middle up. for like a minute. Like, yeah. I would love. <laughs> I will do so whatever cool. you guys need me to do for that. That would be amazing to uh, make it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I know. But, well, bug me again. I, I'm notorious for just being like, yes, we're doing it. Let's run away with this idea. It's my it. favorite thing to do. Well, I t- I'm telling like everyone. Said, right now, we're just so hyper because it's like we can't do anything. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, where can the people uh, reach you at and anything you need to plug or push or let everyone know to go to? Um, You can reach us. The best way would be Instagram or Facebook. We're half past two ska on Instagram, S-K-A. Um, half past two, like the time of day. Um, mm-hmm. And on Facebook, 
just look for half past two. Ska is probably going to get you to us as well. And we're on everything. I mean, please listen to us on Spotify. Please follow us on Spotify. Um, our new single is on there. Uh, see you again. And we have new music coming out every uh, like month, month and a half for the next like three or four months. So the next, actually, I haven't told anybody this. Oh my gosh. So the next thing we have coming out is on April 24th and it's not on our upcoming EP. It is like something totally random and weird and out there weird in a good way. And, um, it's still, it's 100% straw music. Nobody fret. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited because I love it so much. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of something that like fell into our lap and we were like, let's do it. So anyway, yes. April awesome 24th. can't yeah, wait so for if, it if, yeah if people if people follow come follow us and we'll let you know more about it because i'm excited and oh yeah and then there is an ep i wanted to say coming out um uh the songs are gonna be released like periodically for the next few months okay and um and then we are supposed to i don't know dot 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 go into the studio again um pot of gold recording with david iris in May record the first half of our album but don't really know if that's going to happen now because of everything that's happening so um yeah we're still hopeful and we're still working hard so awesome yeah thanks well thank you so Find much us. divers molonites you guys heard it here go check them out follow support head over to their facebook spotify apple subscribe like listen share follow all of the above and we appreciate every single thing so much thank you so much thank you thank you and let's actually listen (laughs) to see you again right now okay i'm done let's do it